Hello, everyone. This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the One Bitcoin Show. Today is February the 6th. 2020 strong hand golden age of the 2020s baby having hype bitcoin is the next bitcoin in motion value your wealth in bitcoin apex predator one bitcoin equals one bitcoin i'm offended by selling unconfiscatable all right we're going to talk about bitcoin we're going to talk about a lot of stuff today hello my elite friends check out all the links below Follow me on Twitter, TechBall, T-E-C-H-B-A-L-T. If you've got questions, I got answers. Type in Bitcoin Meister or do a super chat so I can see your questions. Otherwise, I don't see your questions. That's just the way the logistics work around here, dude. All right. I want to say you get the best guests in the space every freaking Friday on This Week in Bitcoin. This Friday, we're going to do an Asian-based show. We got Luis and Leo and maybe... Tai Zen, <laughs> it could be messy. I don't know if Ty's going to be on, but it will be early Baltimore time, New York time. It will be 10 a.m. That's 3 p.m. in London tomorrow, Friday. That's pretty soon. Maybe Ty won't be the third guest. Maybe there'll be another one. There's some technical issues going on. But Luis uh, in the Philippines and Leo in freaking Hong Kong will be on. They're going to tell us about the disease they're going to tell us about China. They're going to tell us about Bitcoin. It's going to be a fun time tomorrow, Friday, 10 a.m. in the morning, uh, Baltimore time. And that's 3 p.m. in uh, London. So that'll be a, a, an interesting show. I try to bring a different type of stuff here. Uh, and it will go a little beyond Bitcoin. But people are interested in this type of thing and how how this virus is affecting Bitcoin. Uh, who knows? We'll, we'll, get, we'll tie it all together. I always uh, tie it all together, don't I? Uh, speaking of tie, pound that like button. All right. So <laughs> here, let's start out with the, the, the topic uh, that I just found out about. Bitcoin as super collateral. This is from a guy, Fiat Minimalist. <laughs> Good, good name there, dude. I'm going to read you. You got to check out this thread. It should get you pumped about the future of Bitcoin, but it shouldn't get you lending out your Bitcoin. Okay. You control your own Bitcoin, but these big institutions, they will happily take your Bitcoin in the future and lend you some uh, fiat. Okay. And here are the reasons why I am going to zoom through this as quick as possible. Bear with me. Check it out yourselves. It's linked to below. Bitcoin is quickly evolving into an asset that will become the ultimate form of collateral. Have been hearing more traditional funds slash groups willing to accept Bitcoin as collateral in return for fiat loans at 6 to 12% per annum. The latest I know of is a traditional global multifamily office that uh, specializes in share back loans and now have just branched out to Bitcoin-backed loans. Those family offices do. Typical collateralized assets in today's markets are one, real estate, two, shares, three, bonds. With the exception of volatility, Bitcoin scores or will, or will soon score better than all assets in all what makes a good collateral dimensions, such as liquidity, marketability, 24-7 availability, speed and ease of settlement, 
global acceptance, fungibility, etc. I mean, these are great qualities of why Bitcoin is better than real estate shares and bonds. Just that alone from this uh, post is uh, gets should get you excited because I always say, uh, why have real estate? Why have shares? Why have bonds? You get into Bitcoin and the banks and these lending institutions that uh, they they they're going to agree. They're going to say, yeah, Bitcoin is better than those things. I would rather, I want the best collateral for a loan. They're going to say they want the best collateral. They know Bitcoin is, and it's on its way of becoming this uh, Bitcoin super collateral. But anyway, going back, going back, unlike most assets, Bitcoin is a bearer asset. So it's clearly unencumbered. Once lender is holding on to the actual Bitcoin, they can be sure it hasn't been pledged to 10 other parties simultaneously. Also, cheaper and more efficient than paying for title deed searches, lien enforcement. Yeah, you better believe that because I've dealt with real estate before and you got to get into all this third party nonsense, go down to the courthouse, pay some dude for the title deed search, lien enforcement. Bitcoin, you just own the darn Bitcoin and you get the private key, okay? You don't have to worry about who owned the darn house in 1812 if, if they still have a claim on it. Okay, Bitcoin is – Bitcoin, you can tell I've dealt with this real estate stuff before. Bitcoin can be liquidated 24-7 and almost immediately, uh, almost immediately, unlike real estate, which can sometimes take one year for resolution. Yeah, I know that. Or shares slash bonds which only trade certain times during the day for which liquidity tends to dry up during periods of stress. Yeah, great, great point about the shares and bonds, those people, you Jews that are in those worlds, oh, can't trade them on Sunday, can't trade it on Christmas Eve, can't trade it after 9 p.m. Bitcoin all the time, baby. Best collateral out there. People are waking up to it. Super collateral. Love this thread. There's more to it. Check it out. Pound that like button. That should get you excited, all you finance freaks out there. Hey, by the way, something that's getting me excited. Uh, I just found out today. I am. I definitely am going to be in Tel Aviv until July 27th. So I will be in Tel Aviv from April the 30th until July 27th for basically for three months. I'm going to spend in uh, Tel Aviv. So I've got my schedule set until July 27th. So if you're going to be in Tel Aviv, I we're going to you're going to see me there if you're going to be at the Bitcoin embassy. But I just want to make that announcement. So where should I go after July 27th, people? I have to be back in Baltimore for Rosh Hashanah on September 16th. So I don't know where I'm going to be between July 27th and September 16th. I'm thinking about Eastern Europe, some developing. Well, not developing, but but, but something like uh, Romania or uh, Serbia or wherever, maybe maybe southern, Greece is Southern Europe, but who knows, someplace that's cheap and uh, that second city in Greece, not Athens. But uh, I, I, I want to go to Serbia and uh, what's that, the, the country that's uh, just like Romania, but isn't Romania, that's connected to Romania, that I, I can't think of its darn name now. It's, a, it's, a, it's the poorest country in uh, Eastern Europe. Anyway, enough of that. So uh, we're going to talk about Chris Black in a second, all right? But uh, $10 from CS2, thank you, man. He says, Bitcoin does not need permission. Yeah, you, you better believe it. It doesn't. It's permissionless, brother. Uh, CS2, thank you so much. Uh, why can't I think of that darn country's name? It, it's like, it's, it's, it starts with a... What is that? It's, it's, it's between uh, Russia and uh, Romania. What's that country? Moldova. Oh, there you go, Roman Q. Moldova. Pound that like button for Moldovans. And, you know, 
And I'm sure there's some pretty hot ladies in Moldova because I knew some Romanian ladies that were pretty hot in Baltimore. And I tried to anyway, let's get back to the value your wealth in Bitcoin, value your wealth in Bitcoin, not in uh, Moldovan uh, women. All right. Now, Chris Black, he has been on the show before. And over time, he's changed his ways a bit. He was very Bitcoiny at first. And then many of you are like, well, what happened to him? He's talking about DeFi right now. And he's in the Ethereum. I, I mean, I, I respect Chris a lot. Chris is a smart guy. Chris is good at marketing. And he has got a video out there right now that is about DeFi. And you might be like, why are you telling me about DeFi, Adam? First of all, expand your mind a little bit because this thing is going to be big eventually. It's going to bring a lot of people into this space. But this DeFi video of his, he is not about fitting in. He gives weaknesses of DeFi. He, it's centralized, okay? You have to trust it, the individuals behind all these different DeFi projects. Watch the video. It's a re, it's a good video. And you can see he's a good man, first of all. Uh, but 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 second of all, you're going to – here we go. You have to trust the protocol and the team. It, it, the name of it is the risks of unknown DeFi and admin key OPSEC, okay? So there – when it boils, what it boils down to is that there's a private key that's going to control these uh, these DeFi, uh, the Ethereum addresses behind the DeFi. Okay, I'm, I'm trying to make it as simple as possible. And that obviously, if it's a group of people that came up with the the, and there's a management team of the DeFi project, uh, some of them are going to have access to to the key. Who, I mean, are, do you trust them? They could they could modify everything if they wanted to. They could change everything. They could run around with the run away with the key. So. Uh, you have to trust the protocol. You have to trust the team. Their admin key can be stolen, changed by a malicious actor. Uh, you need to trust the smart contract is not getting hacked. Uh, he talks about specific projects, by the way, and he critiques specific ones and how safe he thinks each one are. There's a lots of centralization in this DeFi thing. You don't hear people talking about this. And maybe sometimes you hear people like obnoxiously ripping on, on DeFi. Uh, I mean, they can do that if they want to. But he is giving it a legitimate critique here. He's a fan of it, but he's uh, and, and there's so, some of the keys. There's there's no multi-sig uh, in, involved, and multi-sig can help uh, protect. And there's time locks on some, and there's not time locks on others. And okay, so Chris cares about the long-term stability and getting rid of the chances of bad stuff happening in, in the DeFi space. And it could hurt the Ethereum price uh, short-term. You know, exposing the stuff that he does. Uh, and he implies that some people are worried about the short-term Ethereum price in this DeFi world, and they don't even bring this stuff up because they're not long-term thinkers. He doesn't care about fitting in. He is a true radical, and he cares about the long-term safety of this DeFi stuff. So say what you will about DeFi. Um, I think this is a, a very honest video about it, and learn learn from it. Of course, I am a Bitcoin guy. I am not telling people to get into uh, uh, to DeFi, but uh, – and what Chris is saying here too is that if people don't wake up to this, that one of, there's going to be a DeFi project one day where uh, an insider will run away with the private key and steal everything, and it's going to be big news, and it'll it'll hurt the whole cryptocurrency space. It'll bleed into Bitcoin. They'll try to blame it on Bitcoin too. So everything is interconnected. People in the D, I know plenty of dudes in the DeFi space that are good dudes that are trying to innovate. Let them innovate over there, and I'm glad Chris wants them to cleanly innovate. And it's it's a good video. It's it's a good video there, and uh, Chris will. He'll return to the show uh, uh, to one of these days. All right. And yeah, DeFi is the flavor of the month. And uh, he's trying to make it, some put some some real substance behind it. Not just, uh, oh, let's all get into this because it's uh, everyone's talking about it. 
he, he wants the, the people behind it to be actually responsible. And it's centralized. There's He doesn't want it to be centralized. So check it out. Check it out. Um, good critique of it. So we got, there's another guy, pound that like button too. Oh, wait, someone said, okay, again, Moldova. Two guys said Moldova. Yes. I appreciate people are, I, I couldn't remember the name of Moldova. Got to get that extra two hours sleep I didn't get last night. So here is a dude, uh, a smart guy out there, Hoddle Wave. Let's just call him Hold Wave because I don't say Hoddle. Uh -oh, just said it. Uh, he, he, even if the ownership, and this is about privacy, people freaking out about privacy. Even if the ownership identity of every UTXO was public information, that doesn't prohibit perfect privacy from being recaptured at some point in the future. All right. So just because it's not private, you, you made some mistakes now, you can make your Bitcoin private in the future. You there are in the present, there are options. There are some complicated things, but you can go down a privacy rabbit hole and make your Bitcoin private. All right. So there's a lot of people who are like, oh, what was me? Bitcoin has to be private right now. They have to put it in the protocol. They got to change everything up. It's it's and people saying, oh, it's horrible. Monero people say, oh, Bitcoin's terrible because it's not private. Blah, 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 blah. No, you personal responsibility, you can make it private. But then he goes on. He goes on. However, in my opinion, there's a strong, strong, stronger argument that we can only lose security slash digital scarcity assurance one time. And I think he means zero times by that. So think of it this way, guys. There's a lot of people freaking, about, freaking out about privacy out there. But some of these guys are getting into coins that are unlimited amounts um, that, that aren't that secure for various reasons. But what Bitcoin people need to worry about is, uh, you know, if, if Bitcoin all of a sudden changed, uh, was not as scarce, if there were 42 million, if all of a sudden Bitcoin was not as secure, if the main protocol level, if it was changed, if something people bought into Bitcoin, Bitcoin is Bitcoin because of what it is at the, ba at the base level there, because there's going to be 21 million of it, because it's, it cannot be hacked. It's totally secure. It's unconfiscatable. Um, Bitcoin does not need privacy to exist. None of the current value comes from true privacy, okay? It loses most of its credibility if it becomes unreliable and inflated, okay? People didn't sign up for privacy. They didn't. They, they did sign up for 21 million. And so if you think otherwise, you're free to fork it off and try something else. And so someone is going to try someone else. Someone, they're going to come with the FUD that it's, oh, we, we need more Bitcoin. It should be inflated, blah, blah. And, and people are going to buy into that. If people, if Bitcoin would at, at the base level was actually changed, if they said, hey, we're changing it to 42 million now, it would be worthless. It would be worth it, it. You would lose it all. So that there you go. The basics, the reliability, the, 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 the security, the limited supply, that is the base of Bitcoin. That's what people signed up for. And if that that's much more important to than privacy, okay? Because you, you can make it private. Once, once it, it, if it, God forbid it was, ever, and it's not, but it, if it was changed to 42 million, you can't go back. That's it. You lost it. The whole reason people signed up, the whole reliability, you know, gold is gold, okay? Gold isn't all of a sudden becoming sort of gold one day, okay? So Bitcoin is Bitcoin. It can't become 
sort of Bitcoin one day. It's got to stay as Bitcoin. That is much more important than privacy. Check out that link. And I, I think that's it, it only takes one time to mess up Bitcoin. OK, in terms of uh, in, in terms of in terms of the base layer. So you don't me- you don't mess around with what it, it truly is. All right. Um, all right. Privacy and censorship resistance is is different. Yes, it, they are. They are di- different. I, I I agree with that, Ben Benjamin Imhoff. They 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 are totally different. And so privacy, you can uh, you 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 can change the uh, privacy aspects. It's it's not built into Bitcoin. It's not private. Bitcoin is not private. Bitcoin is not private. But there is cen- censorship resistance is there. All right. So now uh, now let 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 us let us move on. Uh, and again, and if you don't like Bitcoin, fork it off, make your own uh, version of it, just like uh, they did with Bcash and all this other stuff out, out there. And get, we get it for free. That's great. Uh, I, I encourage people, if they don't like the, the 21 million, make a 42 million Bitcoin and we'll get it for free. And there are going to be freaks out there because most people are uh, not rational most of the time. The, the, people will buy stuff they get for free. We're seeing that with all sorts of crypto dividends. Uh, diff- different subject matter there. So a commenter brought this up when uh, we had Alex on the show last week from Lolly. And you, you do have to understand that, I mean, Lolly is a centralized business and uh, they have to follow certain rules here. So me- uh, people are a little angry that uh, there's been some shotgun KYC related to Lolly. That people thought they could withdraw their their Bitcoin from Lolly, they earned their Bitcoin, and then all of a sudden Lolly asks, "Well, who are you? We need your some some information." And a guy from Lolly straight up says, "Here, Matt Stir- Center, they're not hiding anything. Our policy is transparent. Lolly's terms and conditions state that users may need to occasionally provide additional information to verify their identity." doing our best to distribute Bitcoin to people and operate legally within the current system. There you go. I mean, they're a company that, uh, that operates in the United States of America and they gotta, uh, they gotta follow certain rules. So they don't be surprised if you get a KYC there for, for, for whatever. Uh, Is it still getting uh, people to, into Bitcoin, yeah, it still is. There's there's all sorts of things that involve KYC that get people into Bitcoin. Hey, he's creating Alex and the crew that they're they're creating. They're in motion. They're going to do what they're. A lot of people are screaming like, "Oh, I didn't know this was this was going on." They're a horrible company. They shotgunned uh, KYC me. And yeah, I know if you weren't expecting it, it, it I, I can understand. I, I know where you're coming from. If you didn't think you were going you're going to be able to get your Bitcoin off, and then all of a sudden they're saying, "No, you, you got to tell us a little bit about yourself," and then you get your Bitcoin off. Yeah, it's it's not a good feeling, but it is. They're not trying to hide it, though. They're not trying to. But I mean, whenever you're dealing with a third party, uh, shotgun KYC is is something that can can happen to you. Let's see. One, two, three. No scope says. Do you think if you have as much as a block reward after the having, is that good? Wait, uh, what do you mean by that exactly? Do you think if you have as much uh, as a block as much as he, uh, 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 oh, if a person holds 6.25. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Yeah, that's good. I mean, you you aim, the, the first thing is called the one Bitcoin show. So get one, then get two, then get 6.25. Yeah, baby. 
keep on keep keep on going for that. That's that's uh that's legitimate right there. That's a that's a legitimate uh thing thing to shoot for. Yeah, I think it's great. Of course, it's good to have six point two five big Bitcoin. I mean, there's it's going to be it's great to have sixty thousand dollars worth of Bitcoin for you fiat freaks. I, th I think it's pretty darn good. And uh, for those of you fiat freaks uh, watching the future. Uh, you probably say only sixty thousand, six point two five worth. Oh no, man, it's worth a lot more. So it's it's a good starting point. It's it it makes sense. I mean, it's a number everyone will be very familiar with um, after after May. Okay, I'm glad I uh, I interpreted what you meant there. Good question, though. Good question. Thank you. So hey, by the way, Prism. I, I don't know. Prism is the altcoin spammer of the month. By the way, congratulations, you guys from Prism who leave like hundreds of comments on my comment section. I don't know what it is. I don't care what it is, um, but it, it must work. There must be some uh, altcoin freaks out there, some 80 percenters who just see prism, 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 and, and buy it. So yeah, guys, I keep on spamming me. I'm going to keep on erasing you. Just wanted to point out that you're a spam coin and that, God, these things, these things happen. These coins come about so much and people think it's legitimate. Well, yeah, it's a legitimate marketing technique. If I just keep on spamming, spamming the comment section of all these people, it just to me, it's it's so illegitimate and so scammy looking that I immediately think this must be a, a complete scam. Maybe it's not. I don't know. Um, you got me to mention your freaking word on there, didn't you? You, uh, but uh, so yeah, I'm just saying it's a spam coin. That that I'm concluding with that. Hey, but this is where the big boys play. If you want to spam me, I'll, I'll erase you. So we can go back and. Just, just in case anyone thought it was a legitimate coin of some sort, um, it, they, they, all they do is spam. So how is that legitimate? Now, here is a new Twitter feed that I just found. Uh, it's, it's new. Well, it's new. So, I mean, I, I couldn't have known about it in the past. Sats per dollar or sats underscore per underscore dollar. It's linked to below. Post sats per dollar every four hours. So, it, it, it's just a Twitter feed that says how many Satoshis are uh, add up to a dollar. Uh, and it's it's a fun little thing if you if you want to be distracted during the day and you're you're a fiat freak, but uh, but are slowly transitioning into valuing your wealth in Satoshis. Satoshi Nakamoto, remember, whoever that dude was. OK, let me see what else. Keep on asking those questions, dudes. And we're, we're, we're getting there. There is a chart out there, and I think you a lot of you have probably seen that before. It's the adoption rate of technology in the USA, of, of certain technologies over time. And it shows how fast, you know, radios and TVs and VCRs and the Internet and cars and microwaves, uh, how soon they be it was 100 close to 100 percent adoption in the United States. Some of them took longer than others. All right. And then it compares Bitcoin and Bitcoin adoption is like little. And it just shows you how the potential of Bitcoin it can, it can, and that it, it could go skyrocket its adoption rate, just like all these other ones. Uh, adoption rates skyrocketed. Now, do I think that Bitcoin will ever be adopted by 100 percent of Americans? Well, I will say this. Americans are very good at adopting the top of the line technology out there. Smartphones, et cetera, et cetera. I don't have a smartphone. Uh, so it. Of all the countries of the world, big, I think the United States will have the highest Bitcoin adoption rate. Will it ever get to 100%? I don't know. I, I have said so many times, so many times that for the world, 
uh, Bitcoin doesn't have to be 100% adoption rate for the whole world. It doesn't have to become hyper Bitcoinization for the whole world. It just just uh, 20% of the whole world uh, using Bitcoin would be an incredible, incredible uh, accomplishment. And so when we get to 20% of Americans uh, uh, adopting Bitcoin, I think that's going to be great. Will it, will it stick there for Americans? No, I, th I think it'll get high, higher for Americans. And this also, this chart reminded me of a video that I, I, I brought up a while ago. And, and Andy Hoffman actually wrote about it in an article a while ago. That it seems like every 20 years we have these like magnificent revolutions in terms of technology that you can jump in on and, and, and just do so well. 20 years ago, it was the, the or, you know, roughly every 20 years, it was the internet revolution. And a lot of people regretted they couldn't get in on it. And uh, and the, and the revolutions keep on getting bigger and bigger, uh, and uh, so it's amazing. You know, twenty years later, you've got that chance again. If you were around then and you regret not getting on the internet one, now well, you can get in on this one. And so other revolutions over time, I said, were you know, radio or newspaper, radio that involve communication and what, whatnot. Uh, newspaper, radio, uh, TV, VCR, the the the, the computer, personal computer. Uh, I, I can't find the video. I didn't look for the video, but it's just it triggered my memory there a little bit. All right. Uh, so that, that chart did. So look at that chart. Who said, let us know when uh, there's another dividend like MWC says, of course I will. Of course I will. I, I've alluded to a, a friend of mine who was, was trying to work on one. And uh, unfortunately, he can't get the devs to do it. He, he can't. Uh, developers are so rare out there. He can't find a, a, some developers to work on his uh, his crypto dividend idea. So, um, I mean, if you're a if you're a developer out there, okay, you you've got the world at your fingertips. I mean, if I was a young person, I would tell them to get into. If you've got a technical, if you've got a technical type of mind, all right, get into a be a be a developer, man, in, in the cryptocurrency space. All right. If you've got that type of mind. Now, if you're you're a finance guy, well, you just buy and hold Bitcoin and do other, you know, everyone's mind is wired a little bit differently. But of course, if I know about another crypto dividend, I I, I will I will tell you about it. But I don't know of anything uh right now that's uh le legitimate. That that's a that's a that's a fork or a uh a or an airdrop of Bitcoin. It's just some some nonsense I heard about. I, I mentioned some nonsense a couple of weeks ago. I'm not gonna even look back what that was. And uh, J Max says, let me read this beforehand because you're bringing up someone that I don't like to talk about. Did you see that fake Toshi is now calling blockchain his database? He might be right as BSV is so centralized. It is a database. No, no I didn't see any of this. And you know what? It's, it's such noise. But uh, his cult members follow, you know, they, they buy the coin when he says things like, no, nah, I didn't see it. It's noise. I mean, he, he's going to keep on saying all sorts of things. Um, and his people will believe him and all of us should just ignore it. Okay. So um, because it's there, as I've said, this is where the big boys play. So there are just a lot of guys that all they do is lie. All they do is lie. And uh, that's. As a, as a rational human being, you just have to say, okay, there's liars in this space. I just ignore liars and I don't get scared by liars and let people lie. If people are going to fall for the lies. I'll call out the lies and just let them do what they're going to do over there. Run away from that stuff. It's noise. It's, it's noise. Okay. There is a uh, – a lot of you have heard of a digital bitbox before. They're a company 
they're a Swiss company. And they're also, obviously, if you're if you're into something that's like a Trezor, a storage device, it's a competitor with Trezor. I've got a digital BitBox. Um, and if you're into that security, you're, you're very much into security. They've made another product. It's a tamper-evident package, okay? So if someone messes with the package, you can tell. And it's, you know, you can put your... Uh, your Bitcoin storage device in it, but it's for much more than that. So I linked to it be below because I respect if they're a company that's into big, you know, controlling your own private key and they're branching off into other security aspects, uh, which can be intertwined with protecting your private key, then I'm going to talk about it. And I linked to their, uh, where they describe this product. It's called Bitbox Tech. And they said, despite offering a bounty for successful attacks, none of the alpha testers have managed to break in and reseal the uh, BitBox TEP with the fingerprint intact. So they've developed something that seems, uh, and they go into depth about how they went, you know, people that try to, to make it seem like uh, their tamper-proof uh, packaging was not tampered with, but they, they couldn't do it. So, hey, good. Uh, it's, there, there are people out there that are like, how do I know my Trezor wasn't tampered with on the way here? Well, here, this is maybe something that they'll put them in these, these things in the future. I don't know. So it's in motion. Good. You digital BitBox people, you Swiss people are good. UK Bitcoin Master said, you look really tired. Well, I think it's my beard, but I do need a, a I, I don't know. Is this the light? I, I don't, I don't feel, I, I, I should, I need to take a nap. I, I need to get two extra hours. I think I missed two hours, but I'm getting up early tomorrow too. All right. So, um, let me see. In motion. So here's a dude that's in motion an artist guy that's in, we've reached the end of the show here, by the way, but I, I do, I want to give a shout out to this in this in motion artist dude. His name is Crypty Crooks and uh, it, it shows you how big this space is. He needs awareness for this. Uh, well, he needs money also, uh, but I'm giving him awareness for a, uh, I started this Twitter just to pitch an adult animated series based off cryptocurrency relations relationship with AI. And the, the thread explains exactly what he's trying to do. He's a good artist, good, good cryptocurrency artist. He's, Trying to make an animated series about cryptocurrency and AI. I mean, that just shows you how many opportunities are in the uh, Bitcoin space. If uh, Because that's related to the Bitcoin space. If he, he, he's an artist and he's got a story to tell. So hey, check him out. I'll, I'll give him some awareness net there. All right. Finally, we got one last question. Let me make sure I didn't skip anything. Okay. The one last question is 123Neoscope said, do you think Satoshi is female or male? I, I'm a male. You're saying it's a 99% chance Satoshi is male. Yeah, it's it's a male or, or, or a group of males. I mean, men are, are more uh, they're, they're more technically inclined. Uh, it sound it sounds like a male. You know, the kind he, he was very dismissive in in one of the, there's a few uh, quotes of him that are kind of very just dismissive and harsh. Not like something that a woman would 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 say. So, and hey, women, there are plenty of technical women out there and there's plenty of ways women can uh, get, get, get into this space. This is where the big boys and big girls play. Um, uh, we, there's, but that's the thing. There's no, there's no like special outreach 
from the Bitcoin centralized committee because there's no benefit to get more women in the Bitcoin. People can try to do that, but Bitcoin attracts the best of the best of, 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 of every sex. So, uh, but no, I, the way just the technical sophistication there and, and the way he worded some stuff, it just, I mean, I default to thinking it's men or, or, or a group of men. And, uh, but, but again, there are plenty of women out there who are, are technically, but, but it's, it just, it tends toward men, just like they're more nursing tends toward, uh, if there was like the ultimate mystery nurse out there, I would say it's a female. It's no, it's not, it's not a man. It's probably a female. And if the communication style sounded like a female, but yeah, so they're, 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 there's your answer there, but there's a lot of people that, you know, want to be politically correct. And they say he slash she slash them when they're turning, when oh, that's such nonsense to me. It, it's such noise. Just say he, it sounds like a man's name. Just say he, <laughs> it's not, a, don't be offended by that ladies, you know, um, um, but just, that's just the way it is. It's most likely a guy, but there's all these political, Hey, but politically correct people, you can come here, but this is where the big boys play. So get ready to hear a lot of politically incorrect stuff from dudes like me who know that fitting in is overrated and we don't have to fit in because we're in the Bitcoin overlay and we can't get fired because we don't work for anybody. We work for ourselves. All right. I'm Adam. Pound that like button, bang that bell button. I'm Adam Meister, Bitcoin Meister, Disrupt Meister. Remember to subscribe to this channel, like this video, share this video. Check out the links below. Get some shirts below. See you tomorrow at uh, 10 a.m. Baltimore time. That's 8 a.m. here in El Paso and 3 p.m. in London. We're going to have Asian guests on. Uh, so it, Luis and uh, Leo and maybe Tizen, maybe some other people. Pound it. See you later. Thanks a lot. I'll talk to you in the chat.